0: You're listening to the Brilliant Breakthroughs Podcast with your host, Maggie Moggin.
1: Hi, small business owners. Welcome to the Brilliant Breakthroughs Podcast, where we focus on creating brilliant breakthroughs for the small business owner. FYI, this is also the name of the number one Amazon best-selling business book series for small business titled Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner, Fresh Perspectives on Profitability, People, Productivity and Finding Peace in Your Business. You can get a digital copy or paperback. The book we're referencing today is volume two with the emerald green cover. Today's conversation is with the founder of the number one best-selling Brilliant Breakthroughs annual business book series and a number one best-selling business author from the 2017 and 2018 books, Maggie Mongan. Maggie has been coaching and training small business owners through their transformations for over 15 years. Hi, rock stars. My name is Stacy Cott. I'm also a number one best-selling business author from the... 2018 book
0: Seventeen.
1: You, oh i'm sorry 2017 <laughs> and i help you build your business personality and authority with pictures so you can attract the right people to do business with you so maggie welcome and congratulations on another number one best-selling business book
0: Woohoo! <laughs> thank you i love it <laughs> you're an author of 2017 and you're so excited about the 2018 book that you want to be in it too <laughs>
1: I just don't even know what year it is anymore.
0: <laughs> I know, it's because now it's 2019, so you got all these years going on. <laughs> oh, thank you. This is sort of fun already.
1: <laughs> Yay. So, Maggie, um, let's talk about your chapter topic in the 2018 book. The sixth chapter is titled, Business is Addicted to Busyness, Not Success, Improving Upon Decades of Failure. Great title.
0: Mm. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, um, gosh, there's so much. I'm trying to think where we would want to start. Where do you think we should start?
1: Well, at the beginning of your chapter, you spend time explaining what productivity, effectiveness, and efficiency are. Why is there so much time devoted to that?
0: Oh, <laughs> okay. This is actually a very easy question for me to answer. and it will start by saying, I want everybody to take a moment and think about your your work day. Small business owners have a ton on their list of what they need to do. We have all these goals and we say, okay, I have great intentions. I can make this happen, whatever this is. And then we find out that the pace that we're able to accomplish what our intentions are is much different than what we had envisioned, and when I speak with small business owners, they come back and say, gosh, everything takes like three times longer than I had anticipated. I said, oh, well, you're not alone with that. It doesn't mean it's right or wrong. It just means this is a common phenomena that's occurring, so productivity is really biting us in the butt, and it's and the reason why it's doing it is one thing is we have these really great intentions that aren't being fulfilled but then the other part of this is what it's doing to us psychologically which is making us feel less successful than what we may be and i i think that this is a really important conversation to have because we might be biting off more than we can really chew to Um, mentally and emotionally feel the success that we are already accomplishing
1: right and I can totally relate to that totally I think we put so much pressure on ourselves um, with all these to-do things and then we take on projects and um, you know make promises sometimes that we have to keep
0: right and then you end up working like those crazy 12 14 16 18 hour days to deliver what yep. you said you could
1: and right and you're exhausted and then you start getting you know a little crabby <laughs>
0: oh, oh, oh see, thank you because that point i want to talk about in in a couple moments here okay, <laughs> with our our next topic but but there is we come in with great intentions with thinking we can do more than what's truly capable of being accomplished but we perceive we can accomplish it and then we feel bad when we fall short and we're depleted because we're exhausted yeah. So then, guess what happens with tomorrow's goals and objectives
1: it just this happened to me just last week because okay. I had put so many hours in by Friday I had zero focus left. Aha, I just you couldn't see. even, like, I just, I really just needed the day off.
0: Right. And did you take it? Partially. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> okay, most people won't. They'll sit there and they'll trudge through it, but they're dying on the vine.
1: Well, and then your produ- productivity really goes down when you're in that state of mind and when you feel like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, so there's this big shift happening with, you know, we have these, these grand intentions that we, we just can't deliver on because Stacey, we're human, we're not machines. Exactly. You know, so we need to, to do a shift ourselves. That's why I think productivity is such a, a powerful conversation for small business owners now.
1: Right. Definitely. So, um, what is, you know, what do you, what is your definition of productivity?
0: (laughs) Yeah. And that, that's why I said, hold on to that thought because it's going to come right here. Productivity. Um, most people can't even come close to what the definition is. Okay. And when I was writing the chapter in the book and I go through the definitions of all this and give examples in the chapter I was amazed. Now I I tutored Econ in college, so I I knew these definitions, but to go back and get a solid definition made me laugh. And according to the businessdictionary.com, productivity is, ready for this, a measurement of the efficiency of a person, machine, factory, system, etc. in converting Inputs to useful outputs. Okay, the key here is how efficiently, and so now we're going to have to talk about that definition in a moment. (laughs) But it's about taking your raw input, whatever that is, and converting it to an output. That's what productivity is. So if I take an idea and i write a blog i've outputted a communication of a blog some people do podcasts as an output of communication or a video so we are productive in many ways throughout the day and email is even being productive right okay so we're not even talking about the bigger projects yet we're talking about some really basic everyday business stuff
1: these are just like little things that take energy
0: they do an energy, you know, your time and your talent and your treasure are resources. So those are inputs. Thus, you're saying that you were depleted by Friday and you still had work to do and you took some time off. Yeah. Because you and I've talked about this before. You know that you're not going to produce at the level that you could. Things are going to take even longer than normal to accomplish because your, your mental capacity is coming in at a lower input level. So your output's not going to be as powerful.
1: I feel like I'm getting a coaching session here.
0: Well, I think that might be (laughs) why I do coaching and training. (laughs) But understanding these definitions really makes a difference, I think, in how we look at what our goals are and what our, what our practical productivity levels are. And I talk about peaceful productivity, and you don't have peaceful productivity when you are working purely from intentions and not being practical. Yeah. You know, remembering we are human and we have needs we need to take productive breaks things like that. I'm saving that for a different podcast uh, <laughs> episode um you know that we'll have coming up in the future but this this is so important and I know I introduced the word efficient so i um we probably should oh. talk about that, don't you think
1: yeah there's um effectiveness and efficiency so definitely talk about efficiency okay what is the definition of efficiency what does that entail
0: okay again it's in the book and for the definitions i just stayed with businessdictionary.com because that's what a lot of business owners go to and it, it seems to work they have a really simple definition there and it's it says that it efficiency is defined as the comparison of what is actually produced with what can be achieved with the same consumption of resources. Now that sounds just like what I said a minute ago. So okay. they're, they're talking about resources being money, time, labor, et cetera. So here's, here's what it is. <clears throat> In plain talk, efficiency has to do with the comparison of could person A produce or perform better than person B with the same resources? Right. A comparison. Yeah. So one of the things that I think we do is we misuse the term efficiency often. Mm -hmm. Um, Unless somebody is in the productivity field, most people are using it ineffective. And why I say that now, I can say, oh, well, I was much more efficient today than yesterday on this said topic. Okay, of whatever it was, like maybe doing a blog post. I got it out uh, 30 minutes, uh, shorten the time in what I was able to do. Okay, 30 minutes less. Yay, that is more efficient. But oftentimes I hear small business owners talking about efficiency and what they're really talking about is effectiveness instead of efficiency because efficiency is a comparison of A and B. Right. And that could be person to person, it could be um you know this week I did the project versus last week I did the project, and I you know so you you have to compare something when you're doing efficiency what um, most people are talking about is effectiveness, and <clears throat> effectiveness is the third definition here, and these are all cousins. <laughs> Effectiveness and efficiency are cousins in the productivity family. And that's why everybody gets confused as to what's what. And And that's really cool because I pick it apart. So you ready for the third definition?
1: Of effectiveness.
0: <laughs> effectiveness. That sounds really funny. Okay. So the definition is the degree to which Objects are achieved, and the extent to which targeted problems are solved. Now, now I'm going to slow that down a little bit, okay? Yeah. Because it's it gets a little wordy. Again, <laughs> the degree to which an objective is achieved. Okay, now we know this. This one's easy. Um, when somebody has a fundraising campaign, you see a little thermometer and they tell you, you know, at the top of the thermometer is hundred percent of what their goal is. Right. Mm -hmm. So somewhere between the bottom and the top, they are producing, in this case, creating, uh, income or revenue. And they're saying, oh, we're halfway, we're 50%, we're 20%, we're 80% according to the 100% they're trying to get. So that is the degree, in some cases, literally, to uh-huh. which objectives are achieved. I'm halfway through a project right now. Okay. Right. That's effectiveness. You're not at 100% yet. The other part of that is and the extent to which the targeted problems are solved, okay? Sometimes it's like we have to solve a problem. Well, I'm halfway through solving that problem, okay? So it's not something tangible, it's intangible. Or I'm I'm halfway through mentally preparing myself for this podcast. Right. That's an effectiveness because I'm effective at 100%. And anything less than 100% is ineffective. So oftentimes, when we're we're talking about this, there's there's um, a percentage involved when we talk effectiveness. If we're talking percentages or fractions, you know, I'm I'm three quarters of the way, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's effectiveness. Efficiency okay. is compar- comparison from A to B. And productivity is our you know your input and output, so in many ways, most people don't need to be thinking about productivity they need to really focus on effectiveness and efficiency mm-hmm. if they do effectiveness and efficiency well, their productivity will skyrocket because they can output much more right okay um, we all have twenty four hours in a day we all have seven days in a week, right? We can't create more time. So we have to be decide how to be most productive in those hours because our, our input is there. So what are we trying to output? Maybe being productive means taking a week off and rejuvenating. Mm-hmm. And that is very valid, and science proves it's beneficial to do that. It will boost our productivity when we come back, right? Because we're not coming in like your Friday example, being depleted,
1: right? Totally depleted.
0: <laughs> yeah. So we have that that input resource of mental and physical energy to um, come in and increase our output if we're rejuvenated. If we come in at a deficit we're automatically becoming less effective because we won't hit a hundred percent. Right. Mm-hmm. And, or we may even be less efficient because it's taking us longer to get to 100% if we do. Right. Does that pull it all apart and make it come together? Well, yeah. Oh, good. I did. not <laughs> this is a big one and and i think people aren't having enough conversations about this and they're just having the frustration instead of the conversation about understanding how they all work together
1: right and then when you think about that and how it goes together then you start to to realize a little bit more about you know thinking about that and then taking those breaks to realize that you, you know, the energy involved in all of this. Yes. Because to me, I think right away when I think about this stuff, I think of my energy levels. If I am like high energy on something, I feel like I can be more productive, you know, more efficient, more effective, everything.
0: Right. And that's just your your mental and physical energy. That's not even what you have for the topic you're addressing, right? Right, right. You know, so think about that. Just those two inputs automatically alter the output. Right. So for for all of the small business owners out there that think they're doing their business performance a favor by working, long hours every day? The answer is no. And I used to think that myself. Yeah. Okay. Because what worked in corporate when I was there and what made me very successful in the corporate world doesn't necessarily translate over into the small business sector where you're wearing so many different hats. Right. Um, And I had to learn that I had to unlearn working long hours. Okay. Now, We all know that if we're working a special project, we might be working extra long hours to meet a deadline. But if we're doing that consistently every day or multiple days throughout the week, consistently throughout the year, then we need to go back and look at it. Because our business performance is actually at a deficit when we do that.
1: Yeah,
0: And we just don't think that way because society has conditioned us to think very differently about that and you're actually a better worker figuring out how to work less right you know, like, i know
1: that i don't know what you think about you know one thing that i that i think about when i'm doing things is like i've got a whole bunch of projects and i look at my week and i think about what could i do like what are similar items that I have to accomplish that I could group into a grouping so that I can, when I'm in that kind of an energy space, then I can really perform more on that. You know, like if I break up all of my retouching for my photograph stuff and break up all the little components of that, And I say, okay, well, one certain day, I'm going to do all my retouching from all of last week's clients. And then on Friday, I'm going to send all my thank you notes, you know, and then, you know, so I do them all at one time instead of like doing and finishing each job completely at one time because it's, it doesn't, I don't, I don't get it done very quickly.
0: Right. Yeah. You're talking about batching. Yeah. Yeah. When you collect similar types of, um, Projects that you have to do or activities, tasks, whatever people want to call it. Um, and you, you put them together because you get in a repeat mode and your efficiency, that's the word there, efficiency, because right. you're doing it. So you're getting repetitive. So you're becoming much more efficient at it. And that leads to you being much more effective right, in it. right, And um, yes, that works. It works wonderfully and i i commonly share that with people to to look at their calendar and start figuring out how they can do that like you don't want to do your social media um every day you know like your your posts you want to batch it together and do a a, a week or a month or whatever at a time because you get in a groove that was yeah. on you yeah. know um and i want to share something that i i want to invite everyone to do because i did it this year um For 2019, my goal is to work, you ready for this? 25% (laughs) less. Yeah. 25% less while increasing my net profit. Okay. Net profit, a whole different conversation not to discuss here. But I'm not talking about working less and dropping my profit margin. I'm actually talking about working less and increasing my profit margin. Right. So, This year, I'm playing with how do I make that happen? Right. Because I want to work less. Yep. And have more money in my pocket. Right. So I have a big goal this year to play with. And I want to invite everybody to think how you can work a little less, even if it means you're taking your lunches, um, taking breaks midday to rejuvenate yourself mentally and physically. Uh, just for basics, those are some basic things to do. Working just a little bit less so you can increase your productivity levels. Your business's performance will improve. Your success rate will improve, without a doubt. Right. So I, I invite everybody to do that.
1: I'm I'm working on that exact thing, Maggie.
0: <laughs> Imagine that!
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, well, I you know, I, I'm so glad that we could pick this apart and then put it back together for everyone. This is cool,
1: yeah, well, Maggie, um, thank you for being here today. It was a great interview. I think our our uh, listeners will really appreciate what the subject matter for today. so um so hey, listeners, this is how you can learn more and engage with number one best selling business author, Maggie Mongan by reading chapter Six about. Business is Addicted to Busyness, Not Success in the number one new released book, Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner Volume 2. And gift your business's performance by accepting the invitation Maggie is offering you on her author's page at the end of the chapter. It's relevant and free. Plus, there's all sorts of handles of different social media sites for you to connect with Maggie on too. Maggie, by going to the book's free app, I'm sorry, I lost my thought there. By going to the book's free app, <laughs> Brilliant Biz Book, uh, that's all one word, you can go to the app store and um, see what, what is all available on that book and connect with, with all the authors there. Click on Ask an Expert and you'll see Maggie Mongan's name. Click on the, Click on it and type your question and Maggie will reply back to you. How's that for a bonus? Yeah. Thanks for your time and wisdom sharing today, Maggie
0: oh my pleasure this this was fun and it's important for everybody to be aware of this conversation as they plan and move through your weeks
1: definitely thank you so much
0: thanks
1: and listeners we appreciate you listening to the brilliant breakthroughs podcast where you learn about how to create more brilliant breakthroughs for your small business we'll be back next week until then shine brightly